I think I'll buy a nice brooch for money penny on Amazon. Think again, 007. Doctor Innuendo. How did you find me here? I hadn't thought of that. We'll come <laughs> back to it. When you came in the room, I was a bit shaken. Not stirred. <laughs> that was gross, 007. I'm disturbed by your weird hacky comedy. I want you to go directly to Amazon.com. Well, you're foiled again, Innuendo. Why? I'm going to skmorton.com and clicking on the Amazon button there. No, no, no. If you deviate, then S.K. Morton will get money. That's right. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Why do you like hack comedy so? Because they don't call me on my poor impersonations. Ooh, San Francisco strikes again. Now, if you'll excuse me, uh, I'm going to go to skmorton.com. Uh, I'm going to click on the Amazon button, uh, uh, and then I'm going to shop as I normally would. Uh, uh, uh. Remember, innuendo, some things in here don't react well to bullets. The following is a production of SK Morton Creative. Places, please, quiet down, and here we go, and roll camera. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. If you experience a lousy that lasts longer than four hours, please consult This American Life. Tonight, SK welcomes Eddie, Roger, Peter, Harvey, and Oswald Gets Lucky. And now, spoiler alert. Hello, Pietro. Hi, how are you? Good. <laughs> I'm very tired. Ladies and gentlemen of the throng, this is the tryptophan episode. I'm very oh, tired. Oh, yeah, right I didn't now. even think about that. Yeah, yeah. Everyone everyone seems a little dragged out. Right. And then the, the, the weekend hasn't even started yet. That's true. Yeah. No, it's Friday, so that's technically the weekend. Well, what I, uh, yeah, no. Oh, no. okay. That's, oh, that's, right, that's, I for, that's for you employed people. Oh, okay. All right, so here are greetings, adoring throng. Yay! Welcome to SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. You know what I'm going to do right now? What are you going to do? I'm going to have the applause ready to go now. You should probably do that. Yeah, as You're like a professional normally. broadcaster or something. And welcome to another night in the bomb shelter. Oh, there's some news. Oh, wait. Really? Okay. Our our senior member of the team, the uh-huh. the sound engineer of utmost adequate, Squidge McSqueezy. Is. I got to put that part in. Sure. Is back in state. Wow. Yeah, and not that kind of in state. Oh. No, uh, but back in California, he had been okay. in Arizona nice. for quite some time. Okay, and he's back, and I said, "Are you going to be here tonight?" He says, "I'm surfing in Santa Cruz." Okay, well, that's all right. So, that's all yeah. right. He's getting but closer. He's, yeah, where you're getting closer. He's the viper. <laughs> bringing him a little closer. I am the viper. I'm getting closer to your house. Were what you there you for doing? that joke last week? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. You weren't here last week. No. Okay. I wasn't. So anyway, Squidge McSqueezy, we gave him the claps. Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> uh, and our regular full-time permanent co-host and resident chanteur, Peter Feliciano. Here I am. Yay, me. Okay. We need to have more enthusiasm. Yeah, Bebet. You haven't introduced me yet. Oh, I oh. see. Um, you know what's interesting is that works best if you're talking right into it. <laughs> you can do a little twisty twist. I'm not... Uh... <laughs> it's all right, Eskimo. Everything's all just right. Just so the throng knows, I'm giving him the look. Yeah, that's Because I'm very... not in the mood. They can feel it through their ear <laughs> oh, holes. this is going to be fun it's tonight. It's magnificent. Yes. <laughs> hey, 
Yes. Whose voice is that? Who? Oh, wait a minute. We got to say. And uh, welcome to the bomb shelter, uh, my beloved, my betrothed, my one and only fourth wife, Babette. Please, yeah. I mean, Babette. <laughs> <laughs> Yay me! Okay, now we heard another voice there. Let's hear it again. Hello, voice. Hello. Ooh. That's a very nice voice. Yes. Okay, so here, and you just let me know if I get any of the facts not right. Okay. Okay, we have three-time Oscar winner. <laughs> and, uh, and You're forgetting my Nobel Prize. Oh, that's right. Okay. I was getting to it. Okay. Right. No, actually, we have a very talented... Very, I, I don't know how to say very good. There's, I'm a wordsmith, by the way. Have you I really mentioned are. that before? Yeah. How do I say how good this talented, it's wonderful kinda... lady in San Francisco <laughs> is? I, I'm looking for adjectives. Most good. Most She's good. Most goodly. She's most goodly. Most yes. goodly. I like how I like how that was SK's equivalent of of a sonnet. How do I no, say so she's so good? Face pretty. Uh. <laughs> She sing nice, yes. Oh, can Pete. I have a haiku too? That's right. Oh, <laughs> she took my haiku joke. All right, whatever. Rabbit Quinn's here. Yay! Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. We'll see when it's over. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. Now, by the way, Rabbit. Yes. Me and Babette have both suffered the uh, wrath, the 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 lash. Of S.K. Yes. Morton's uh, Iron Fist of don't play with my equipment too much. Exactly. You understand? Wait a minute. You see what we're experiencing She brought right her now? own equipment, and she can understand this. I think she's on my side. I think tonight Ooh. is going to be... Absolutely <laughs> <Yay>! not. <laughs> do you want to do an air high-five, Rabbit? Ready? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, Babette was in... A, that was a three high-fiver. That was like a high 15. We're ganging up on you. Can we call that a high 15? <laughs> no, that would be a high seven and a half. Listen. See, there's there's more fraternity between me and him because we used to play dive bars together there and me and her because she's How do you a play chick. dive bars? Exactly. Is that with dice or cards? <laughs> you play dive bar No, it's 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 like a war but <laughs> with less people there. And less riches afterwards, <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> so wait, nice wait a minute. So you don't mind people fooling with your equipment? Um you break it, you buy it. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Don't worry about it, rabbit. He's <laughs> All right, it's time for some updates. Okay, it's time. I gotta tell you, I am excited. uh, No, I am. I'm a little miffed, a little angry. Are you about? I'm not angry. Uh, I'm usually. No, I know. Every update we do the last couple of episodes has been like, there's a green fence around my favorite thing. I'm holding back the ranting, is what I'm. You're holding back the ranting. Not at home. Okay. Is that My a simply red? That's a simply red song. We have our walking tour updates, correct? Uh-huh. But we also have our gravely treacherous tour bus updates. I've never heard of this. Oh, I do. Re- That's wow, right. It's remember? been a long time since a gravely treacherous bus. Yeah, well, I, with all my tours, tour. I continue to Not remind them. Not been long them. enough. Yeah, see, see that? See that bus? Ran into the Apple Store. Nice. Okay. You so- have a eighty-seven percent chance of dying if you take a tour bus. <laughs> If you take That's my walking tour, percentage. that per- percentage plummets down to 64%. Wow. <laughs> yes. Unless a tour bus hits you yeah. as you're walking. Yeah. We don't but talk about that sort of thing. Wouldn't that technically <laughs> still be death by a tour bus? That's, That's true. true. There a you bus go. See, was See, now involved. it goes up. Now you're at 99%. <laughs> That's right. But the 1% experiences this great tour, so it's kind of worth it. You seem like a one percenter. We should protest. Is this because of my white shirt? <laughs> That's what it is. He's got a button-down shirt. I've got a button-up shirt. You, did you have a court date today? What, what are you looking at? <laughs> I don't think that's any of your business, technically. <laughs> okay. uh, but no, I was cheesecaking. 
Ah, it was cheesecaking. Is that a new thing that's really big on Facebook? Cheesecaking? Yeah, it's it's yeah. very similar to uh, planking what about um, the and the mannequin thing? challenge. What is right. this mannequin challenge thing? I refuse oh. to click on any of those links. <laughs> I just refuse. What are they? What are, is it like going to be a wise. virus? It's not. I don't know. I just I'm I'm sick of stupid. <laughs> anyway, you want to hear my update? Yes. Yeah, because we're already Mr. two minutes and Mr. thirty Man seconds Pretty. into it. Okay, do you guys hear what happened at Coit Tower Monday night? No, what happened? There was a mugging. There was Robbery. a mugging at Coit Tower. Yes, not like on the hill in the creepy area, but yeah, you're right, at right the up top. in Pioneer Park. Which one's Pioneer Park? That's Is that the, the parking, parking lot, lot? Okay. where the rich people live? <laughs> no, right up, right out in front of the tower. Here's the thing: it was perpetrated by people from a party bus. Yeah, interesting. What? Yeah, people drove up. They were on a party bus. They get off. By the way, this is armed robbery. They pulled out a gun. <laughs> Whoa. The guy was on his phone. They pulled out a gun, held it to him, cocked it. Everyone went through his pockets, took his stuff, and then then ran away. They didn't get back on the bus. No. Well, yeah. I may, <laughs> so it made me... Here's, so there's a lot going on here, if you think about it. So it's First fishy. of all, it is fishy. First of all, it's two in the morning. So, Why would they be on a... Oh, okay. See what I'm saying? But Why would the other guy same be Same as a tour bus. Might as well be the big red bus. They're all the same. <laughs> Excuse I don't me, think sir, they are the drunk. Same. We're armed. Can I have your wallet? Exactly. <laughs> That's interesting. Now, I maybe was... it's because they had a dissatisfied taste in their mouth from one of the many clubs that are in San Francisco. <laughs> That's possible. It's or, possible. Or have you ever been? Were... To, have you ever been to the? Do I look lounge? like I've ever been to a club? Yes. Have you ever been to that lounge over on uh, what is it by Union Square? It's like Dragon Lounge or something. It's got like an Asian t- theme to it. I haven't been out in years. Last place I went to was Ruby Sky. Ugh, yeah. Years ago. Oh, what are you talking about? I've taken that. you to the Starlight Room like three oh, times. That's yeah, true, but is I that forgot. really a club atmosphere? Is yeah, that more that's of like a, a hooker people. atmosphere? No. <laughs> no. It's, they're not hookers. They're they're okay. They're, they're call girls. They're call girls. Yeah, because that's, that's for people that yeah, are like thirty five. That's and like up. I love that's you, but I'm not in love with you. We're skipping to the fourth update here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, which is the fourth one? No, no, no. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Don't break the fourth update. I'm sorry. Uh, ah, okay. Two no. and a half five right now. So what we're <laughs> no. All right, all right. <laughs> when you're ready. So what I'm ready. saying is this: A, there's not supposed to be any tour buses up on uh, Coit, up at Coit Tower. You mean That's party buses? That's not a buses. tour bus. It's a party bus. They're Isn't that different? They're all the same. This is oh, what we're trying to lay your, down. Oh, for your purposes. A pattern here. Yes. You know what this kind of feels like? This is like S.K. Morton propaganda. That's what exactly what it is. <laughs> This is you're bending. You're, you're like bending Putin. the uh, na- na- well, it's narrative. Hi, Martin. Hi, Martin. <laughs> nice. Let's put it this way. Nine. <laughs> there was nobody on a walking tour. Was up there Nine. robbing anybody. <laughs> All right, hang on. Except Pause maybe this. foot. Because nobody Pause can this. make it up that hill. That was hearing Babette say nine was one of the cutest <laughs> things. <laughs> I learned that German word nine. Nine. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what were you saying? Okay, so there's that's no a problem. Party buses, yes. It's two in the morning. What is that guy doing up there at two in the morning? By the way, Drugs. I've been I've been up there. I've been up there uh, once, maybe. He might have been looking. Yeah, because it's it's a, it's a nice. The, on the, um, oh, actually, you know what? It wasn't a very good view. Well, I thought it would be yes. a good view, except there's a bunch of bushes. All yeah, the way yeah. Over yeah. There. So What's the point? Up there, yeah. They Was he by himself? Purpose. No, there was actually two of them. 
Actually, two I think it was, no, no, it was four people. They took the phones of two of them, but one, they put the gun to the guy's head and went through his pockets. That's scary. They ended up catching one of the guys. Oh, okay. What do they look like? Ah, I there we get to the real thing. I someone was going to ask. It's like they purposely and I'm the did only not one stay. Well, she's racist. Ask. I'm the only right. one that can ask. <laughs> Which is like, I'm half Puerto Rican. I'm allowed to. you can ask. But you I know this is a family, this is a family podcast, so I'm right. like, oh, I'm going to know. Okay. So this is my point. And forget the, 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 all that stuff. What I'm saying is this. All week long, I've been waiting from the back to, to give us more information on this story. Mm-hmm. I ended up calling KRON, who broke this story. Could, no one got back to me. I called the police. I called the park service. I called everyone. No one can give me any information on this. Probably thing. because they're not allowed to yet. Rabbit, one more outburst, and I'm turning off your microphone. <laughs> okay. The media loves to give out Tell information them. before it's real. This this is the so thing. So give us more stu- information. It's, hor- it's well, that's I would love to give you more information. This is all that's there. I'm going to read to you yeah, everything they have. Try not Use to your Mid Atlantic. I love you, Mid Atlantic. Actually, he does a better Mid Atlantic. I was thinking. No, I do I was a three quarter Atlantic. His Cronkite. What? No, no, no. Who was it? San Francisco today, a mob of nine people robbed a man at gunpoint at San Francisco's Coit Tower on Tuesday morning, approximately two a.m. Police said the victim told. I just spit on my thing. The victim told police he was yeah. held up in Telegraph Hill about but he's 2 he's upset about us touching it. He says, <laughs> you spit on it, you buy it. He says, one suspect pulled out a gun, cocked it, and pointed at him while eight others searched his pockets. The group of suspects made off with two cell phones before running away. Okay, all right. So th- I'm not done now. <laughs> Authorities <laughs> were able to track down. I think down the throng is. And arrest. <laughs> we are, but he's not. All right. He was found with the stolen property and the handgun. Okay, he, so. Okay, what did he what's look the, like? They didn't what's say. What's the point you're trying to make? Okay, Most what? importantly, so- they didn't say whose bus it was. I've been trying to find out <laughs> what that, competitor but- of mine is carrying around these thugs. Can I say that? No. Oh, yeah, she's black. There's... I. <laughs> Carrying on these armed thugs trying to steal they're from these the poor drug dealers' phones. They're from the marina. They're from the marina. That's true. Uh, ten bucks. You think they're from the party bus, Mama? I think so. I've never, I've never seen <laughs> people of color renting party buses. Is that what you want? Yeah, to Yeah, I've never seen any brothers on a party bus. Whoa. How did this get so racist so quickly? <laughs> See, I told you you should have listened to the show. <laughs> No, yeah. Are it's, you sure this is a family show? This, I know, right? Yeah. No, it's a white family show. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Rabbit is traumatized. I know. I no, know she's hung out with me to. before. I've, I've, I mean, I'm way past I'm this. half Middle Eastern, by the way. Exactly. So, Your father is from? As, Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Oh, See? look there at that. Go. That's how you pronounce it. That's how you pronounce it. Azer? Azerbaijan. Bajan. There you go. Azerbaijan. There you oh, go. Pretty. Where is it? Um, it's next to the Caspian Sea in between Turkey, Iran, and the former Soviet Union. Oh, Do they speak Arabic? They speak Farsi is the predominant dialect. Also, um, the native tongue is called Azeri, and I think there are three different kinds of Azeri. Mm. Um, not, I, I don't speak any of them because oh. I, it wasn't around my dad enough growing mm. up to, to learn it, but it's a beautiful language. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Very nice. All right, well, there's no want, joke. That that didn't supply any jokes. So I before just to get back to the what I'm wondering is the bus driver. Yeah, that's right. What, that's why I, I wanted know, to know one, honestly. One about the bus driver and two, you don't just run away from Coit Tower. 
I mean, you have to run. That's right. You show your respect. You, I mean, you have, there's only so many places you can go. Right. Why didn't the bus driver chase them? What was he doing while they were pulling out guns These, and robbing all right. people? No, this, I, is, this is my point. If, he, I was, if I was a bus driver <laughs> for a party bus, and I do have the shape, if I was a bus driver for a party bus, and I was dealing with all these drunk people for a long time, and they all left the bus, I would be on Facebook or like calling a therapist or something. Like I would, have, after having to deal with all these, how far away f- were people. they from the bus when exactly. they committed? That the is my point. And none of these questions were asked. There's no, there's no journalism anymore. They ask zero questions. Hey, something happened over there, and that's they write it down. Maybe and it's they, a cover up. I don't think it's. A you cover-up. think KRON's in on it? This just in, KRON, drug dealers. Right, because KRON just (laughs) needs that extra, like, 20 bucks that was in the guy's wallet. We'll probably never get (laughs) more information. I was just going to say, there are ethical rules in terms of journalists and Uh, what they can ask. There's also legal obligations in terms of what they can disclose to the general public while they're conducting an investigation to try and catch the perpetrators. All right, smarty pants. (laughs) Then explain this. Oh, no, don't get insecure on When I spoke. Are you kidding? Oh, that's right, we haven't met. Right. He's been insecure for what... 73 years? 46 years. Of course. Um, When I spoke to the police, they were willing to tell me things, except the actual ones who wrote up the report and Mm -hmm. spoke to Carol and all that. They were, I was never able to get them on duty, but they were willing. They said, oh yeah, they'll talk, they'll tell you what's going on, but I could never find them. They were either not in. in the morning. Exactly. That's what he said. And I mean, I want to know, but not that bad. (laughs) So anyway. Maybe when you wake up to go to the potty, you can call. (laughs) I don't Were need we to. Just I don't need to glimpse. The death of journalism here. I don't. Because <laughs> we raised the bar for in, right. for integrity. Journalism. That is hard hitting. <laughs> I don't right. like getting little peeks into the window. So the point is, <laughs> if you don't want to be robbed at gunpoint, if you don't want to, if you don't want your bus to burst into flames, then take if a walk. Don't want to run into the Apple Store, exactly. and if you don't want to be run over in Laurel Heights, take S.K. Morton's lousy San Francisco walking tour. All right. What do I got for that? We got to have something right. He's raspberries. We're at 13 minutes. All right. I got to say, Rabbit's a little more antagonistic than I was hoping. Okay. Am I too mouthy or too smart or too female? I'm I'm trying to figure it out. What's the difference? No. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, just joking. I'm joking. I don't think she understands that when you marry a black woman, you can say whatever you want. Right. <laughs> okay. She's wa- she's wondering why I'm married to you. <laughs> Fourteen minutes. Okay. <laughs> she's gonna keep us on tonight. Okay. Ready? Uh, you know what? The old mint. I'm just gonna say real briefly. I don't know if anyone here cares about the old mint. The history people do. I'd like right. to actually tour it. Yeah. Good luck. Why? Because it was the uh, San Francisco Historical Society. They had control of it last year. In fact, you might remember we did an update last year about this, that they had gotten it taken from them Mm because they never raised the money they needed to do their seismic reinforcing. And then the California Historical Society took it over, and everyone was all thrilled because they were going to do something with it, and they did nothing until last week. And when they got a $1 million grant, you know what the grant was for? I remember this, kind of. What was that? The grant was to develop a plan for the restoration of the old U.S. Mint building. And it's been a year, and have they it made a plan? It takes a million dollars to develop a, million a plan? A million dollars. Well, later on, if you read the whole article, you'll find out what that money's going for. The, now, if this is written... Salaries. If this is written the way ingredients on a bottle are, you know how the first, the, the most 
is the, your first ingredient, sure. and it goes down. The grant will provide critical funding for the planning and due diligence that we'll now undertake, said Hartig, who was a guy, who added that the grant money will go toward, first, campaign financing. Two, understanding the building's needs. And three, community engagement. Oh, my goodness. A million dollars. Campaign finance? It's never what opening. What does that have to do with the it mint? It is never opening. And what you does know that what? have to do with the mint? Campaign yeah. finance? I don't know. I, well, I'll tell you what. It's in San Francisco, and everything's corrupt. So, I love this town. Anyway, <laughs> what, what I was saying is, is I listened to the old podcast. Right. When the last time they said, "Okay, now we've got it. It's going to be. We're going to do something now. It's mm. going to be great." And I said the same words. It's going to be tremendous. I said we're going to have uh, Bart going out to Sea Cliff before anything happens with the old mint. And they they estimate the state estimates is a hundred and twenty million dollars to retrofit the the mint. Why does it need to be retrofitted? Oh, well, earthquake. Yeah. So anyway, I, I don't really want to get into it because it's. All of the his, his, history people who I ask not to listen to this because then they'll just call me. That wasn't true. That wasn't right. true. But um, all the people I'm associated with in the history groups and the history, yeah, all those butinskis. <laughs> um, everyone gets their hopes up every time, and nothing good comes of it. It's always just a wait, 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 and more money just being frittered, laundered. There you there go. You that's go. exactly <laughs> that's the word. I like how SK's mind went straight for an apple fritter, though. It's, it's telling. I am going to be. Editing for weeks, <laughs> but there is something I found interesting because I'm curious about what people think and how it all minutes. comes together. Um, you guys hear about Yellow Cab? No, what's up? Yellow Cab filed for bankruptcy. I knew it was coming. Yeah. Do you know why it happened though? I know they're probably um, blaming lawsuits. Uber. Uber. I think it was lawsuits. Yeah, right? there was lawsuits. Ooh. They are blaming Uber. It's interesting because Uber is doing a thing. Um, Currently, and my worry is that it might also take out Lyft. The Uber got uh, an infusion of cash, so they're lowballing right now. They've got what is their Uber XL and who does Uber? I do Uber Pool. Uber XL is not lowballing. Well, they're saying for that because Lyft has what like Lyft Black or Lyft something like yeah. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uber X and Uber XL. It says because of that infusion of cash, they're living off of that, and they've been able to maintain below-cost pricing for its high-end services. Oh. So compared to the other ones, they're they're cutting mm. them out. So they had they had lawsuits. They had crashes where there was lawsuits. There was also them not paying the cabbies, mm. and then also and then Uber and Lyft putting them out. What was interesting is they're called the Yellow Cab Co-op because this Yellow Cab Co-op came out of a uh, bankruptcy. Ori- mm. The original owner of Yellow Cab. Went bankrupt, and then the, mm. when they were turning it into a co-op. Interesting. But now, do they have a bunch of other... Here's my two questions. Like, how many other cab companies are there in the city? I mean... It's uh, interesting that's you ask. a good ask. point, yeah. There are 26, and Yellow Cab has 520 medallions. The very the next one is... Um, Luxor. No. Did remember, Luxor went out when they had the fire uh, about a year and a half ago, two years ago. Um, Flywheel. They have like 257. Oh, I thought Flywheel. Okay, yeah. I, thought, I thought Flywheel was a combination of all of the. No, it's they're their own thing. They used to be. Oh, I can't remember. Maybe they used to be Luxor. Now that I'm thinking about it. Mm. Okay, so that's but, one thing. What's what are the main couple of lawsuits? I read it earlier, and I. Come on, don't Rabbit, get with it. <laughs> no, I think it was. Make something uh, up. No one listens uh, anyway. I think it was. No, I think it was um, actually. At fault accidents, um, collisions with other Uber and Lyft drivers. Oof, okay. I think Ooh. they were jousting. 
<laughs> that would actually be really good. What street do you think would be best for Uber oh, taxi jousting? For jousting. Lombard. Lum- ooh, Lombard. That would be interesting. The crooked part? Yes. Oh, that would be cool. That would throw a little. I'm sure the people in the neighborhood would love it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was thinking for some mission. Yeah. Because okay, there would be a lot. Here's here's why it would be good on mission. Because the culture would get into it. There'd be a lot of like trucks outside <laughs> with food. I can and hear stuff. the bullfight music going right now. Right, exactly. Yeah. But if it was in like the marina, just uh, there'd be a no, lot of like. They should do it in right, Pacific Heights. Just to mess with people. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm all about messing with the one percent. I really like that bet saying. I'm all about messing with the one percent. <laughs> She's had some amazing sound bites tonight. Do you know I that? Amazing. Yeah. I know. No, I'm very much. I know. Oh, but back to the cabs. I think they did it to themselves. I mean, even Eddie Izzard included that in a sketch of his, which was like, I just got in from London. I'm, Ooh, I tried to, to hail a cab, of which there are five. Right. And everybody laughed because it's so true. You can never right, exactly. a cab in the city. And right. they were rude. Yeah. Oh, I, I had a cabbie. We had some friends that were visiting, and they have a baby. Yeah. No, they had yeah. Because yeah, we were going to put the stroller. We were in the putting trunk. the stroller in the trunk, and I looked, and the cabbie already had the meter going. And I said, "What are you doing?" He said, "Don't tell me how to do my job." And I was like, "Well, you're not supposed to start the she meter until we black. leave." I was just going to say, "We circle back to the racism. <laughs> that's okay, that's how, but that's because how, you're exactly black. how he said it. That's exactly how he said it." Do you want a high five right now? I've been itching for one from you. I know you're being a little curmudgeon pants. And I want to high five you right now. Pants, I think we have the name of our show tonight. So we have our regular jousting throughout the city, but for sure. special venue, just Priuses, Spofford Alley. Where's that? That's in Chinatown. It's over in your neighborhood. I would say Stockton Tunnel. Stockton Tunnel. Oh Priuses. my goodness, there that we are. That would be delicious. There it is. We got it. Here's, okay. Right. On last thing on taxis. I, no, second this to last. I've home. Right, Twenty-five oh, okay. minutes. The only thing really? that I. How much are we supposed to be? 20? I don't know what it is. 20. Okay. All right. I'll be quick. Go ahead. I just, I, uh, something about it seems like it's the anger, it's the anger of, it's the angry, I'm going to stay the way I am mm. uh, and be more mad and be mad about what they're doing rather than adapt myself to what people are into. Like yeah, Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or something like that. It's like, nope, we're going to, we're going to hunker down and complain louder than change. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Go around City Hall and honk. Yeah. Because what the, the fact of the matter is Uber and um, Lyft and for a while Sidecar, that's a good system. You know before you get in the car what it's going to cost. Mm-hmm. They, they could have they could have gone over to that. They say, well, we're being regulated that way, but Flywheel is doing that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, But that is another problem is the whole medallion thing. They're going for a quarter of a million dollars. Oof. So, and it, it's, the whole system is, you know, we already know it's corrupt. The world is but, changing. Yeah. But what I wanted to say is there was something, the yellow cab guy, the president of yellow cab, who said, yeah, this isn't going to work. But he was very excited because he says they have the best color scheme in the world. Oh. That was his thing. And I thought, what's the yellow cab color scheme? Huh. Yellow and black. Is it yellow and black? Oh, ah. just like S.K. Martin's Lousy San Francisco. So I'm going to do a kick. So I'm announcing now a Kickstarter program. I'm going to need, they have 520 medallions for a quarter of a million each. So I'm going to need about 200 million on this Kickstarter, but we're going to buy all the yellow cabs and then put the SK Morton on the side and we're going to fix everything. It it would only be more successful if you just said, I need X amount of money. Don't worry about it. (laughs) You know what I mean? That would be the only way it'd be more successful. All right. Remind me at the end of the show. Trust me. Just don't worry about it. What do you need the money for? Don't worry about it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 
over. Well, that's not bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm cutting out about 29 minutes, so we'll be okay. Right. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what time it is. Uh, time for a, a shameless plug. Exactly. All right. Yes. Now, here's something. We have someone in the... We have Rabbit. Uh, have I mentioned that she's a very talented musician? Yes, you have. I rabbit, wonder... Rabbit, I wonder... Rabbit, I guess our only real sponsor is Bridal Fitness Coach. I bet you can guess what Bridal Fitness Coach does. Brothels? That's exactly... <laughs> Fizzy drinks. That's it, right. <laughs> she supplies the fizzy drinks too, bro. Oh, right, yes. right. Be technical. So um, the question becomes, are we spending too much time on this commercial? All right, well, then why don't you just I'm asking talk the it. question. Oh, well, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, two to five minutes. Two to f- she's... <laughs> My bet you... rules with an iron fist. <laughs> yes, I love this. Okay, no, but so if you if you feel so inclined... Pete and I will give a little information about our sponsor, Bridal Fitness Coach. And if you feel, hey, you know what? There's something pretty would go along with that musically. Feel free to jump in. <clears throat> Just to add some sort of artistic integrity exactly. to our show. I, I, w- I will indeed whore myself out for the All right. awesome. 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 There you go. <laughs> oh, I like it. She's very good. This is very lilty. Yes. Oh. Brides. <laughs> I broke my microphone. Oh, hey, there's news. Okay. <laughs> but we're gonna cut we're gonna get right down to the main thing here. Are we? Yes. Oh. Brides, uh-huh. You wanna have your wedding day to be very special. Yes, I do. Okay, I'm not talking to you. What happened to our Lilty music? This is my our Lilty our Lilty Bach. I'm a bride. I'm a bride to be. Okay. And I'm so worried because I'm so fat, and exactly. my value is completely wow, she's jumping right in. Just <laughs> defined by my weight and exactly. my physical appearance. Please help me. She's got it. She knows exactly who we're <laughs> targeting. <laughs> I knew she'd get offended. <laughs> do I really have feminist stamped on my forehead? I think I do. All right. Here's the deal. It's yes. not just about that day. It's right. not just about getting into the dress. Of course, you want to look nice through your pictures and things. But what Bridal Fitness Coach is concerned with is having a healthy lifestyle for the rest of your life. Right. Or at least the rest of the, the length of your marriage. So anyway. Three minutes. Here's what, for the sh- for the commercial? <laughs> We're already at Oh, well, minutes. he's cutting all this. So it's about that commitment to your health and well-being for the rest of your life. Have I in any way described that? Yes, you have. Oh, but okay. I also, but also the fact that they do grooms as well. They do That's bridal right. parties. The whole they party. Do everybody. The whole thing. You know. Yeah, but the problem is you got to go to their gym. No, 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 no. You don't no. have to go to their gym. What? What are you talking about, Pete? YSK. I don't know if you've paid attention to the last <laughs> low fi- 50-something episodes. 55. 55. Wow. Why are we still here? Um, Why are we making any money? <laughs> bridal Fitness Coach insists the check coach is coming. Us, this is but true. in Doritos. Um, <laughs> they can train people uh, plumb anywhere. Like where, Pete? Why their uh, studio or their place of business or home uh, or even through Skype. That's right. Four minutes and 12 Okay. <laughs> so, if the brides would like to have a free consultation, they should email... Owner, trainer, Tammy, Tammy Fox, Fox. At bridalfitnesscoach.com. Right. Or... Or... She could call 415-317-6827. What's that number again? 415-317-6827. Yes. Now... What's the tagline? Bridal Fitness Coach... The one to watch. Is that it? <laughs> no, it's not. No? It. 
Bridal Fitness, you can count on us. No, that's not very <laughs> That's good. not it either. Barry Manilow would be very Bridal upset. Fitness Coach, 2121, South El Camino Real, Sunnyvale. No? No. <laughs> Maybe it's Bridal Fitness Coach, make a commitment. Yay! Five minutes, eight seconds. Is that how long that took? Yeah. Did it really? Yeah. I'm not lying. All right. I don't know. Okay, now we're to the fun stuff. Yay! With our who, very special guest. Who are the I'm people? sorry. I'm such what? a feminist and so antagonistic. So are we, but we're going to talk to anyway. <laughs> Here's my question. Yes, SK, YSK, yes. I have a question. I'll tell you when you can ask it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're editing all this anyway, so I could just keep going and going. It's more work for you. I What's your care. question, Pietro? <gasps> who are the people in my neighborhood? Oh, who are the people in your neighborhood? In your neighborhood? In your neighborhood? Say, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet. Yeah. Ah, yes. I'll tell you who the people are in our neighborhood. Our Ooh. people tonight is Rabbit Quinn. Yeah. All right. How are you doing? Good. You sorry you came? No, oh, not okay. at all. Are you sorry? Are you sorry I came? No, I'm sorry I came. But <laughs> who are the people in our neighborhood? <laughs> We're talking about Rabbit Quinn, and do you know why? Why? Because she she is a San Francisco. Well, she's more than a musician. I mean, musician is Singer, awesome. Singer, writer. You got exactly. You got and an artist. Did you know that? I don't know if I did know that. Rabbit, didn't you do the uh, your first album? You did the art, didn't I, you? I did. And you're doing it for the second one that's coming up, right? I did design a poster and a T-shirt and a flask and uh, hand-painted some fan incentives for people. Very cool. Yeah, I almost majored in art, art history. That was... Nice. I, I got accepted to Davis, uh, UC Davis, for those things, and then immediately changed my major once I got there to music. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. She pulled the old switcheroo. I did. The old yeah. switcheroo. Oh, you got to watch out for that right Mm -hmm. so let's so what we're gonna do i was thinking we would talk with you for a while and then we would have you play two songs but what if Mm. we had you start off with a song and put us in all in the mood and then we all go i gotta know about this person who's created this beautiful music i like that actually a little bit people people (sighs) who know okay never mind (laughs) i like that would you like a high five i would (laughs) so um yeah uh you don't even need to tell us what you're gonna what you're gonna play. Okay. What are you gonna play? Or yeah, or it could be like a storyteller's VH1 storyteller. Oh yeah, yeah, you and can do it like storytellers. Would you watch the entire time she's playing? Once upon a time. There we go. Yeah. There was a little girl, and she went on a road trip, and her car broke down. Uh huh. And she decided to write a song. Very nice. He whispered, you're crazy, right into my ear I'll admit those weren't exactly the words I wanted to hear He said, your mind's off summer like a stray cat I need an airplane to get where your head is at And I asked him Ooh, 
the dust in the middle of a wheat field I said I have a boy I wish would fall from me He said, girl, you just want to get away from everything And I asked him, ooh, do you know paradise? Ooh, paradise. Well, it's been a long, long summer since I've seen your face Still every time I speak your name feels like a nick with a switchblade Well, I found a lone star savior in a borrowed bed He's a cowboy, but he ain't got two cents in his head And I asked him Yeah, that was fantastic. Really beautiful. That's um, a new one that's going on the album. Okay, yeah. yeah I, I hadn't heard that one. So it's our first um, person playing the piano in here. Yeah, yeah. Now, awesome. you know that that's been recorded on my equipment, so that's mine now, right? <laughs> Love <nice>. it. <laughs> right, technically SK gets 2%. Two. That was last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I'm up to 14. I have a big angry manager who will come after you. <laughs> I owe him money. <laughs> So, okay, we're going to... Th- watch how I do this. This is going to be very skillfully done here. Okay, I'm ready. What can you tell us about that song? Where did that come from? Um, so this whole album was inspired by uh, a series of very painful heartbreaks, the first of which was um, my fiancé and I broke up after five years, and I had the dress, and we had the venue and everything. Oh, and, wow. Um, plane tickets were purchased. Oh, wow. So um, I had to end up selling my wedding dress on eBay, which was a special kind of pain. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's Lord. hard to describe. So after that, I kind of, um, it it was difficult, the relationship ending, but at the same time, my career started getting a little bit of momentum and um, that introduced me to a whole, you know, slew of other people in the business, some of whom I dated unwisely <laughs> and then um, got my heart broken a bunch of more times in I kind of decided, hey, I need to put the brakes on all of this and, and go find myself because I'm obviously not going to find it in anyone else's, you know, embrace. So um, I, I did and I, I kind of uh, had a eat, pray, love moment with this song and, and wrote it about what I thought was happiness. And I think it's you, you, you define it for yourself. You create it in the moment you're in. Anyone can be uh, in a 
bad pissy mood most of the time but if you you're trying to find the beauty in things then it will make your life a lot better it's never out there it's always here does that make sense well i mean as far as i understand artists yeah okay. but <laughs> but no uh, so i'm because that was really pretty Thank you. Um, I'm just going by stories I've heard other songwriters yeah. say. Do you find it's easier for you to write when you're in an emotional state other than happy? You know, like uh, I'm always thinking about Layla, you know, uh, uh, with Eric Clapton. He wrote the whole album with Derek, for Derek and the Dominoes because of heartbreak. Patty he Boyd. The whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, is I... there a particular mood you prefer? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I think pain helps the artistic process and i find that when i am trying to heal myself or work something out uh that is when i i feel most drawn to write and probably am most successful at my writing so yeah yeah, yeah. when you're in an emotional state and you're writing a song mm-hmm. do you find that your initial lyrics might be a little sappy or trite or i mean you you write them out and then you look at them and you go oh, no this is this is no good or do you do you are you able to put them out there pretty much first draft and be be happy with what you have? Hmm. It completely depends. Um, I think that most artists will tell you there's no right uh, journey from point A to point B. Sometimes a song will come. I'm sure Peter, you're a writer, you know this. Hmm. Sometimes you'll sit down and it's there, and yeah. it's a gift, and you're like, thank you. And then there are times you work on something for a year and you're not satisfied with it. So it just depends. Yeah. Um, some lyrics will come and I'll be like, yes, that is exactly what I meant to yeah. say. It is poetry. It is everything I want. And then some I'll be like, eh, and then and go back and do it. And it's super frustrating because it is very gift-like. Right. I've heard it described by a couple of other people, but it's like, you know, you put your antenna up and all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow. Okay. Hang on. Wait, wait. All right. What, what, hang on. What, slow down. What is it? <laughs> you know, and you're writing as you're going. Yeah. And then other times you're like... All right, here I am. I've got my songwriting pen. I've got my songwriting guitar. My special I'm hat. tuned up. Yeah. I've, I've, I've gotten all the caffeine I could need. Now I'm ready. And crickets. Just nothing. <laughs> or you force it and it's awful. And you're like, why can't it be? Why can't yeah. I force the gift? This is a world that I am. Have, I, have well, no I know exactly idea. what they're talking about. That's how it was for me. It just flowed mm-hmm. out of me when I wrote Stealth Cat. Right. So I know exactly what you're he saying. He did write a song. He actually used to play what bass or no guitar. The muses were speaking actually, through you. There you exactly. go. It was, yes, yes. To create something amazing. Well, I, for us. I felt Stealth Cat really spoke to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're going to work back a little bit and we're going to come back to the, because that's off the new album, mm-hmm. and we're going to finish up with the new album. See how it's going to all come together? It's full circle. Is that called, so, was that called Paradise? Yes, it was. Oh, I liked it. Thank yeah. you. No, it was very pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and good and full. You know, it yeah. was a full song. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. <laughs> you know what I liked about it? Some songs, at least for me, I, excuse me, the first time I hear them, I'm like, uh, I'm not really sure. And I have to listen to them a few times and they kind of grow on me. I liked that the minute you started playing it. Thank you. Very pretty and catchy. Thank you. I think the most important question here is where do you come down on Billy Joel? I'm a huge fan. Okay, oh, we can keep going with the with the thing. Him. All right, I've really seen him Billy. in concert and I cried. So absolutely, oh. and a, I mean every song. But I'll tell you something: you rarely feel close to human beings as when he stops playing and every at the you know the last song and every <laughs> the whole, you got the entire Oakland <laughs> Arena singing Piano Man together. Yeah. That's sing pretty us awesome. The song of the piano man. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all should yeah. sing together. I don't sing. Yes, you do. I know. I know. The other night I'm we incredible. sang. We went to a forty. We did. I can we get to you a... to sing. Oh. Oh, see, I don't like Elton John. <gasps> yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I like right, some of his all, songs. All brownie points lost. <laughs> I like some of his songs, but he when he badmouthed Billy Joel. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. Elton. Oh, Even but, though I mean, it was I've true, I know it was you true, and I like you. You know, so yeah, I'm happens. sure. He, yeah, well, he yeah. He was just being catty. It happened. The he point. is a gay man. I mean, those, with those shoes. I mean, right. what do you expect? And <laughs> also, um, yeah, no, I, I just get frustrated. I think Billy Joel's a much better piano player than Elton John. Ooh. What do you think, Rabbit? Uh, I think they're different, not necessarily. Different I mean, that I've one s- is better. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've had this debate so many times. Like, this is one of the quintessential Billy versus Elton mysteries nice. of the universe kind of thing. I didn't know. This is a look into a world I'm not aware that's of. His, that's his not own a piano episode. Player. I feel like they're, they're like different flavors of, you know, ice cream. Back to the ice cream Or thing. pizza. Or pizza. So it's, it's, it's one of Pine those things sucks. where you can't really, I mean... <laughs> The way that Billy plays is so much more aggressive and blues-based. And mm-hmm. the way that Elton plays is much flowier, more 70s ballad-like. And they're both extremely gifted at what they do. I always erred on the side of Billy just because he wrote his own lyrics. I was just and he writes that. incredible yeah. lyrics. He really does. I can't sing Leningrad without crying. But Elton John, his songs, they create an emotional space in you. I feel like you don't, a vulnerability you don't get with Billy as much. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know. Except this... for like Always a Woman. That that's that song always makes me like want to go cry. But that's. <laughs> well, I like the, the lullaby one. As far as, as far as like oh. look into, yeah, the lullaby. Never mind, I'm full of crap. Daughter. Billy right. Joel all the way. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Shall I put on Stormfront? No, I we're good. Okay. I let's, was very let's, emotional let's, when let's Di- interview our Diana guest. died and he, he rewrote Well, that's what bothered me. I, I see, yeah. you know, they're friends and he wants to do that, but th- Write a come new up song. with a new song. Thank yeah, you. don't change the he words around. He had time. He had time. He had been planning that thing for a while. What? <laughs> okay. That's the worst. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> I think oh, yeah, should... you didn't know? Elton John's killed like yeah. five or six people. Wow. Yeah. He's yeah. prolific. Yeah. My yeah. three favorite piano players are Billy Joel, Harry Connick Jr., and Billy Powell. Really? Yes. Now, have you ever heard the story of Billy? But we're not going to get to her tonight. Billy Powell. I thought for years because they talked about Leonard Skinner being a bunch of teenagers. They were in high school together and started playing. Billy Powell was a roadie for <laughs> them, and they were at Muscle Shoals. They're recording. They all went out to lunch, and Billy Powell sat down at the piano and started playing. Mm-hmm. And the, I can't remember the guy's name, but um, the guy who started the, the first Muscle Shoals uh, studio, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, you know, he couldn't believe that he was playing. He was playing like classical music. Nice. It was essentially became what he was playing became the beginning of Freebird. Wow! And he says, "What are you doing?" He says, and when the guys came back in, he said, "Did you know he plays like this?" And it turns out he was classically trained and was embarrassed by it, oh, and didn't wow. want the guys to know that he could play. And that's when he joined the band. What it's about Ferrante and Teicher? I've Who's gotten that? rid of it. The doctor said if I took some anti back in <laughs> Have you ever heard of them? No. You're too young, probably. Sorry. They were pianists from... It was... When I was a kid, I had one of their records. And they played... Um, I don't know what you would call it. Montevani kind of stuff? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like oh, um, like Autumn Leaves, things like oh, that. Oh, the standards. Oh, yeah. I love that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, Nat I mean, King for that Cole. matter, Nat King oh. Cole was a fantastic piano oh, player. Oh, man, yeah. he was so good. Yeah I, yeah, I loved him to death when I was little. Like, every song. Me I, too. Yeah. Yeah, but we want to. Okay, so let's let's talk about this then. So we're, um, I don't want it to be obvious stuff. I know some stuff about you. Um, I, I, I feel exposed. <laughs> 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 well, 
What do you know? Who well, have you I been mean, talking you know, to? Well, your, your dad played uh, you piano, right? You like cashew cereal. He did. He's been going through your trash. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't like cashew cereal. I Nobody don't either. Does. That cereal tastes Nobody like styrofoam. Does. And yet it's on Whole Foods shelves. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead with your... Um, so, but was... Where did the playing of piano or... Was it piano first or was it just music in general and then you were gravitated toward piano? I don't know. I was really young. Um, my mom says that when I was little and I would fuss, that my dad would put me on his lap and sing and play to me and that would always soothe mm. me. And so I have these very visceral, physical, emotional responses to piano music. Like it'll, it makes me feel very happy and calm and, mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, it's a very cathartic instrument. Um, but I remember, you know, being really young, like kindergarten and I would just make up songs and sing. And my mom was like, Oh, we should probably get our music lesson. So nice. <laughs> that's how that happened. So, I mean, I just, I, I can't remember a time when I wasn't singing or playing. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. And yeah. so you guys had a piano and so that's where, yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, that was easy. Got done with that question. I'm just, uh, I'm, just got am- I'm amazed at people who are creative. I wasn't. I, I wonder what was I doing at five besides eating my doll, biting my doll's fingers off. Well, maybe your this doll was is a nervous. Weird. Again, a window into a world that I'm not spiritually prepared. I was also. I was also cutting their hair. Peter's like, I'm not constitutionally right. able did you, to, right. to have did you, did you have dolls? I did. Did you cut their hair? Yes. See. You know, they had those Play-Doh ones okay, that you the, can do it over and over uh, again. Uh, finger biting? Did you bite their fingers off? Uh, they were really rubbery, I think yeah, I remember. Yeah, if they were really rubbery, that's yeah. why you... Yeah. I used to bite Stretch Armstrong. See? Exactly. It's the same thing. To get to the maple inside? Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't puncture him. I just like the feeling of the... Exactly. Exactly. Like it's the same thing with my doll. So I'm I remember I talked about this. Didn't I talk about this? I think we did. Like, like We're just turning this into like a weird thing. Yeah. I, I had I, w- the, the styrofoam mattress covers. Oh, yeah. Uh, you did talk about this. I didn't eat it. All right. <laughs> Just sucked up, like remem- skull. Yeah, like put it in there, just like the taste of it. It's <laughs> probably why I, babies like, are very uh, children in general mm-hmm. are very oral. Like that it's is the m- the most hypersensitized part of the a, ch- a human child's body. That's why they're always putting things in their mouths. Because like, mm-hmm. what is it? I chewed on my mother's dresser. Wow. She has teeth marks on her dresser, right? Still, she, oh, she still has That's it. Cute. Oh. I think. I think you know since I've been married to SK, since I've been in the Morton family, they're all creative and they're all musical people. I think that all children, if the parents can, should provide them with some sort of outlet music lessons. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah I, I think it, like he says, it does help round them out. I teach piano lessons, and there are several studies to uh, oh. support yeah. that playing a childhood musical instrument. Not yeah. only it just it helps you become smarter, it helps you be able to cope mm-hmm. more emotionally, it helps you socially. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, they're really yeah. I, yeah, I, I remember agree with all of that. I, we're going off on a weird tangent, but I'm ready. It's I'm fine. enjoying it. I'm, I hope I, everyone I, else. Is. I had this was also because I was a weird little kid and was just way too I angry. Oh, I'm glad um, you grew out of that. And right. <laughs> I mean, I think by that time I was started playing alto sax probably when I was in seventh fourth grade, grade oh. seventh or eighth. But by that time, I was such like an angry little kid because I have my own problems uh, that like I would play it wrong, like you were saying, as far as like coping and things like that. Like I would, I would ruin like throwing the sax against the wall type of you oh know. Oh yeah, I was a. Yeah, it was like, a rented sex. <laughs> I didn't know you that. Think you were later. a special type of Peter Townsend. I was a, no. I was you know. It was I was easily frustrated. All right, now let's talk about me. 
Oh yeah, there's Rabbit Quinn. Okay, so we've a, so you're a young child, and your father uses the music to soothe you, and you become attached to that mm. uh, at at the soul. Yeah. Okay. When did you decide that this is what you wanted to do? That's a great question. Oh, uh, well, that's what I do. <laughs> um. So I was always writing. Like I started taking piano lessons at five. Was already writing songs. My teach. I have like songs written out my music teacher would help me write them out and so I have those at home from like six on uh, and then I I mean I was really into visual arts too and I just I really love creativity and art so I was right. experimenting with things I think when I was probably in 10 or 11 um yeah because I remember now because I I saved up money I bought groceries and I bought um a stereo and I took it home and I turned it on and the first thing I heard was closer by nine inch nails nice and I'm like, what the hell have I been missing? This right. is like, it was like this incredible yep. brick on my head of like, boom. Absolutely. And then all about grunge music after that. And I was like, no, 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 this, this, this is what I'm, this is what I am doing. And mm-hmm. it, it, it never stopped. <laughs> did it become a thing like, did it become a thing like, oh wait, there's that option? Like, oh my God, I want to be that guy. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like, I want to be that guy. Like, when people <laughs> ask me, like, what, what's your goal? Like, do you want to be famous? It was like, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. But I, like, I want to be, I kind of want to have the freedom to, to do That's that. That's what they I don't understand have... when people are like, don't you want to be famous? It's like, it's not about that. It's about the freedom and having the money to pursue artistic choices. Right. I mean, if I want to run a symphony orchestra, I can't afford to do that right now. Right. But I have it in here and I want to, right. I mean, I'm sure you do too. You want to just you m- get it out. Me with enough money and and not just money, but connections and fame to like you know have my own studio and like my own setup like okay ready to go <laughs> and to be able to call up the the symphony or to call up bjork and be like hey girl come on down you know whatever like hey, to, yeah exactly <laughs> to, to connect with people and really and really you know to to create something with them right no one's gonna pay attention you know what i mean i can, you know but the, yeah you know what i mean that's that's freedom to me and mm-hmm. i think that's yeah definitely i have many thoughts from what you guys just said I'm not going to explore them. Oh, okay. Um, it's like, are you choosing? <laughs> so, okay. Well, that's interesting. The Nine Inch Nails were your Beatles, I guess. They always, oh, I heard the Beatles and that was it. I had yeah. to do it. And so you, yours was Nine Inch Nails. Mine was Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> I love them. But like Stone Temple Pilots, um, Nirvana, of course. Live was a big thing for me. Um, now you've got, so that would have been, you were in your, you were 10, you said. When well, you were... well, it was in the early 90s. So yeah, around okay. 10 or 11. Yeah. All right. Okay. okay, so you're listening to this. You decide now. You're you're taking it in. At what point did you know that you now had the talent? You had not only the training, but now you you had the talent that where you you now knew that you were going to be able to do this. Uh, last year. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well, you got I to have, go to UC Davis, right? I have crazy high standards, so um, especially for myself. Um, I did go to UC Davis and I studied music there, but the music program is heavily uh, avant-garde. I mean, Philip Glass went there and um, they're all about 12-tone and serialism and at least when I was going there and um, so pop music was kind of verboten. You know, it, it was... Uh, you you wouldn't mention rock because it was almost a pejorative thing. Really? For, you know, uh, which I find very... I, I was very frustrated because I'm like, why are the Beatles any less important than, than Bach is? And they, you know, didn't really want to hear it. And so I felt really constrained by that. And of course, I was studying, I was studying composition, I I majored in composition theory. Um, And I also, you know, did a minor in piano performance. Um, So 
I was just really frustrated because I knew that I didn't want to and when I graduated and came to the city, it was the opposite. And when you were talking about your the, the pianist who was ashamed of their classical education because they were, you know, didn't want to be embarrassed by it, it was the same thing. People were like, you know, why are you doing all this complicated stuff on the piano? Why can't you just, you know, write really simple songs? Oh, I love that one. <laughs> and I was just like, no, <laughs> because there's no, I mean, I've heard that song. Where's the innovation that why are we regurgitating the same stuff over and over and over again when they're not creating anything that's unique and new? I mean, all of our idols are dying. Bowie's gone. Prince is gone. I mean, it drives me crazy because there shouldn't be this giant divide between the art music world and the pop music world. And it's getting better, but right. it's always been a struggle to to maintain this sense of I, I want to do both and I want to write with both and I want to create something new out of that and i would say like i think this i don't know if you you and i see eye to eye on a lot of the musician yep. Yep. or artistic stuff the idea that complicated enough complicated is not the goal i've no. heard many artists dillinger escape plan have you ever heard of them no there are some artists who are just like well this has never been done before blah, 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 you know no, no. does it feed does right. it serve anything does it serve right. anybody no it's pretentious but, Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there are a lot of very simple songs, like you know you uh, you were talking about Prince, uh, Adore. A, yeah. Have you ever heard that? Oh, song? I love Adore. Adore. That's Dude. a good song. It's that a, is it's a beautiful a, song. But it's very and just the way he does it. You know what you just made me think of? Uh, you were talking about cheesecake. Lullaby before. Yes. Billy Joel. I heard him talk about that when he first wrote that. He wrote the lyrics in Latin. <laughs> And he was playing, and he like, and he actually said, "What a bunch of pretentious crap!" Right. <laughs> Can we talk about Prince and Adore? Ooh. If if Rabbit likes Prince do you and Adore, like Prince and Adore, I do. That's a beautiful song. You have the floor, darling. Yeah, yes, I just wanted to make sure that we gave props to Prince for Adore, for sure. Yeah, because he never gets any credit. <laughs> we we. It's a it's one of my favorite songs of his. Yeah, even though it's not it's you know song. it's not mm -hmm. the most. Yeah, mine's Bat Dance. <laughs> that suits you, I think. <laughs> I can see that. Or you know, or even, or even Pink Cashmere. Pink Cashmere, very, it's very, you know, almost, mm -hmm. you know, pedestrian. It's very, you know, whatever. But it's, I, when I hear that, I'm like, there's little stuff and just. I think with any music, with any art, okay, let's just distill it down to that. It's about is there a story? Is there soul? Is there an inner mystery in the work? And mm -hmm. however you accomplish that, you have soul, sweetie. Then great. You know what I mean? But, you know, complexity for complexity's sake, right. to heck with that. Mm -hmm. Or simplicity for simplicity's sake, right. to heck with that. I mean, you're, you're, you're chasing after something very ineffable. I mean, at least even for artists who do right. this constantly. I mean, you sit down and you're trying to write. It's like, well, where is that, that thing, that thing that I know needs to be there? And nobody really knows how to define it, but they know when it's there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, why put it, restrictions on it that don't need to be there at all? Her vocabulary is right. tremendous. We should just talk about... The words that she's using. <laughs> there you go. Are you sure uh, you didn't study English? I did. I was going to ask about the curriculum for composition. I've, uh, I've told I should theory. be right. Uh, music theory. I mean, you would go through your normal. You had ear training. You would have theory, and you would have, I think, solfege, which I hated, what but I use now. What's solfege? Solfege is oh. um, solfege. <laughs> do re mi fa sol la ti do. And then you would you have to learn to sight sing and things like that. Oh. Um, wow! They had the uh, von Trapps as guest speakers. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to just hang around UC Davis for a second. Sure. Um, when that attitude about pop music was prevalent, did you kind of just all right, you know, 
keep your head down, get through it to pop out? Or did you do say, I, hey, what's the deal? You've known me for 40 minutes. That's do why I, I'm asking the question. Do I seem like the kind of person to kind of willfully submit to any patriarchal no. ideas? No. So no. what happened with that? <laughs> she finished up at the community college. Right? No, 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 I um, one assignment short of my last class that I needed to graduate, ah. I gave them the big middle finger and I, I dropped out. Really? And then I didn't go back to get my degree for three years. I was oh, so wow. mad. <laughs> nice. Wow. She has principles. Yeah. I do. Uh, Where did you get worse. your degree? Uh, I got it at UC Davis. Oh, okay. I so went, back, went and back. I, I went back and I finished it oh, after okay. uh, working as a secretary for three years and deciding I really didn't want to do that anymore. Right. <laughs> no, I, I, I would butt heads with my professors a lot about it. And yeah. I had one professor who was really wonderful and his name was Pablo Ortiz. And I actually went to Argentina to study with him uh, at the Universidad de Católica, it was like a study abroad program. Oh, really? For how long? Uh, for a month. Uh-huh. And I really wish it was longer, but I didn't have the cash. Right. Um, but, you know, studying Latin music <clears throat> there was wonderful. And he, he just kind of, he was really cool. You know, he had like, he had these like thick glasses before the hipsters got a hold of him. And he'd like wear his collar up on his jacket all the time. And he listened to like Leonard Cohen and would like wax really metaphorical about like how a piece is a thing with arms and legs and the head and you know he was just he was super cool really spoke to me and i studied under him and he let me write what i wanted so i didn't completely murder someone in cold blood which i really wanted to do but <laughs> um yeah <laughs> always appropriate with a laugh after <laughs> yes <laughs> no you but should I- play like some like really scary music and <laughs> oh, oh, oh i got i got your diminished chord here I will murder them in cold blood. <laughs> that will now become evidence 10 years from now. No. Right, exactly. Right. We're all technically aiding and abetting it. Yeah. So you were gone for three years. Were you still doing music? Were you playing clubs or, yeah. or things like that in that time that you hadn't gotten the degree? Yeah, so I moved to the city and started playing with people and uh, playing out and released an EP, which is probably buried under a rock somewhere uh, behind a cave with a cask of Montiato in the wall. But um, then what happened? Well, that was, so <laughs> when did you go back? When did you finally get your degree? What year? 2010. Oh, so not very long ago. Mm-mm. Okay. So now you're back. Yeah. You're back in the city. Yep. The band that you formed, is that because I, I do a little bit of research. <laughs> I don't want to do too much because then, you know, I'm not asking questions, being surprised by the answers. Yeah. But I saw that you had a trio uh, with a bass player and a, um, drummer. a drummer. And then I also saw that you had a trio with a, was it a cello uh-huh. and a percussionist? Yes, I did. So... So the trio that I started when I came to the city, um, I had a drummer and a bass player. The drummer was a good friend of mine, unfortunately, um, took his own life. Oh, so I'm sorry to hear that. It was it was not a good thing. Um, he was a very brilliant drummer, wrote a book on rhythm, actually, a jazz drummer. But um, he passed away, and so then I decided I wasn't really into the band thing for a while. I just wanted to finish my album, my first album, on my own, and... So I brought in like my really good friend and mentor, Rick Walker. He's a percussionist and um, started taking lessons from him and exploring new things. And he said he would, you know, do the drum tracks on my record. And um, then I'm like, okay, this percussion thing is working. You know, and after we finished the record, I'm like, okay, I need to find someone who's an orchestral percussionist to recreate this live. And I did uh, with Beth um, Weisendanger, Weisendanger, German. She lives like in New York name. now. She's one of my favorite people. Well, she and, does? Nice. Yeah, she moved with Very her cool. husband, and she's doing great, and mm-hmm. I love her to pieces, and we still talk. Um, 
and with Natasha Littlewood on cello. And then I got picked up by a manager and he's like, you need a real band. And that really broke my heart. But um, so I, I let them both go and, and started playing with Scott and uh, Shug. Oh, Scott. Shug Knight? So good. Uh, Mike yes, Sugar. with Shug yes, Knight. Yes, he plays with Shug <laughs> <laughs> He's amazing at bass, actually. Strange. Yes, yeah, Okay, but Scott Amendola, really, like, I like what he does. And I like what he does... I just yeah I like what anyway continue yeah That's, no I'm uh, not gonna but her, her band is yeah so this my band, the band is sick yeah <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Lost Children was not with the band that you're playing with now that was no, the one you had before that was a record that uh, my like I said my drummer had passed away right. and I was really not not at a great place so I decided I was gonna build it around the piano tracks and um, I was really fortunate I hooked up with a producer uh, engineer named Vincent Hudson and he's still one of my closest friends and I'm working on the second album with him and he he really allowed me because we cut a flat deal which is kind of unheard of he right. said you can come into your into the studio your day is Sunday you've got Sundays and we will come every Sunday until Delicious. it's done for Wait, a flat fee how long studio does he five years Wow. Yeah. What studio does he... He was at London Lab in Redwood City, and then they had, like, mold problems, so he's in between right now. Um, so we're going to be recording the final vocals actually in a church. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> know. God, That's what the Wonders bad. did for yeah. that thing you do. That's not actual. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks is the best. Be quiet. Know. He is. So, yeah, he's like, that's a, now that's a fun movie. Yeah. Happy okay. little happy times. All right, we're going back to our guests. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that thing now it see, she knows. Uh, uh, so, yay! See her trans transition music. I love that commercial. Right. <laughs> um, I think that no. actually was a, a commercial back in like the eighties. Yeah, they've probably used it on several. <laughs> but so, okay, so what, the reason why I was asking about that with with Lost uh, Children, which was your first album, yes, and you made that on your own. I did. I, I brought in my friends to build around it, but it all right. started with the piano tracks and the vocals, and um, really that was those were the backbones of the songs, and then we would orchestrate them and be like, okay, what what does the song need? And it it turned out to be everything from whale sounds to didgeridoo to, like, cello, and and, and just, it was very... That's so played. The the orchestration is, like, vast in terms of, like, what we ended up with. (laughs) And it's... Now, now, obviously, uh, Painted Fan you're working on, but where is Lost Children available, by the way? It is available on iTunes and CD Baby and Spotify. You You don't think I have that ready to go? I'm just pointing it out because it it, it came to my head. It came to my head. Because I had a question. So you had that sound, like you said, from experiences based on that. You started with the piano and around. Mm. Now you've got with Painted Fan, did you do it differently is what I was getting at. Absolutely. Yeah. It was a butt-kickingly different experience. And um, it was not the intimate, soul-searching kind of, I'm going to write a through-composed poetic opus for every song. It was, I am going through a really rough time right now, and everything was incredibly immediate. And also, you know, playing with the boys, it's like, okay, I have to play with a trio now. I mean, the difference between the first, the complexity of the piano parts in the first art record and the ones on the second are, are going to be different because I have to make room for these incredible musicians yeah. to do their thing. And I want to give that to them because they're so good. <laughs> okay. So so here's a question. Yep. When, so uh, what that, okay, so what that means to me is, okay, guys, like, did you say, here's, here's this? Did you yeah. play it live? And then they're like, 
you know, messing yeah. around, all of a sudden you're like, okay, wow, you're messing around is now what's going to be on the record? Or I was, was going to ask like... it in a different way. That was what I was wondering. Kind mm. of. <laughs> um, so it was more of me being at home writing a song and being like, okay, this is something I normally would never do, you know. You know, just three block chords in a row like that. But knowing that I have band members and hearing kind of what I thought I knew Scott would do or what I thought Shug would do. And then, you know, being able to craft a song, knowing that those those would be there. Right. I mean, I would I didn't really write with them in the room. And although we would orchestrate things differently, like I would go in with a song and be like, OK, this is the song. And then Scott would be like, hmm. You know, what if we take the bridge and we, you know, elongate it by four bars or cut oh. this out or things like yeah. that? Yeah, no, things. What's what's the feeling? Because I know you're already answering your question. I'm just saying, like, when I'm when I'm getting ready to present, <laughs> here's what I wrote to these, like, amazing musicians. Here's my bleeding soul. Yes. Right. And these and these guys who can, like, play me to death. Yes. Um, and when they're listening to it immediately, I'm just like, as long as they don't say, like, well, I'm getting paid. So, like, you know. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like no. it's just like, oh god, here you go. Be gentle. <laughs> you know how 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 um, you know how what's the word? Racking. How 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 you know insecure? How did how did you gauge yourself when it comes to that? Scott and Sugar very gentle. Right. So I was never afraid to show them anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott is a, is really funny and kind, and he would never say something mean about what i wrote and either and suge is is kind of the glue in terms of he's always writing and charting everything down so if we make a change he'll like do change it so that we forget about it it's there but um yeah it it was i never felt insecure i don't think around about presenting my material to them initially i felt insecure because they were such better musicians than me and i was just like jesus (laughs) but um you know that went away very quick because they're disarming and you know they're there because they want it's not just about the money for them they're there because they i mean they could get 10 other projects but they are there because they want to work with me and that is like the biggest feeling of awesome (laughs) isn't that strange like because i'm not i mean i you know me and and actually all three of you know me and i like you know, I, I have some personality issues. You know what I'm saying? But like, there are some. People, I don't like you, right? <laughs> there are some people. I love you. Who what are, are you talking about? Incredibly, incredibly talented and nicer than they have to be. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there are people who are just like super humble all the time, and they're just incredible what they do, and there's no wrong turns in the in the you know in the um you know in the creative process. Stop it! Just, you're embarrassing. Right. <laughs> And it's and it's amazing to get to work with those people who are you know not only talented but just nice show people. me how to how to create show me how to collaborate show me how to uh, uh, give good feedback or or you know it's powerful examples and but, I'm really grateful for yeah. you know Scott and yeah. I do karaoke that, there that you was go. <laughs> I'd love to see hear Scott sing anyway. I think there's video somewhere, but he'd kill me if it came out. Um, Anyway, so yeah, but then they're not the only musicians on the record, though. I mean, I Mike Thompson from Sit Kitty Sit is doing songs, and Ricky Carter, who's another great drummer, is doing songs, and um, my old friend Rick Walker, who was on the first album, is doing electronic loops for some of the from the ballads. So it, I really wanted to bring together my community to make this record. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. And um, so you've been doing that, and just recently you have some good news. Yes, I funded a Kickstarter in less than 48 hours. Less which than was, 48 yeah. hours. That was kind of amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I woke up and it's 120% funded. Interesting. I knew you were going to say that. Um, <laughs> but now what was interesting. interesting, I know, sweetie, it's interesting, but she actually has some good product to put out there. <laughs> How much did I'm you like, fund? hey, look we're at my socks. On a, 
Uh, I'm at 6,500 right now. And we have less than, <laughs> I mean, we have about 20 days left. So, I mean, I'm, oh. I'm really hoping we'll get a bump. So, very interesting. She got yes, sweetie, I got going. it. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> I don't All right, think I you are. It. All right, I'll tell you what. I promise you, the second Ooh. I have my album ready to go, I'll do a Kickstarter. <laughs> <Atta> boy. <laughs> Jesus. She's just so actually, upset. Actually, actually, you need to do the Kickstarter before you record the album. Well, know. I said when I had it ready to go. Oh, In other words, okay. you know, like that. So far, we've got one song, Stealth she's, Cat. She's got right. the, she's got the look of doom that's happening here. Mm-hmm. I like her. Do <laughs> I do. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about the Kickstarter. See, tell her. It is not about the product so much. And it is, but it is more about... The people? The people. And I spent... Like I was telling you earlier, I spent three this days. This is what I wanted to ask about. Yeah, listen to what she did. I yeah, spent three I days personally emailing people yeah. and asking them, not for money, but to help mention the Kickstarter to help promote it. And mm-hmm. that I had no idea that was going to parlay into everyone contributing, but that's what did it. I mean, people yeah. were like, "Oh yeah, she's doing a thing," and "Oh, yeah. the thing looks cool." Okay, I can throw money at that. You know? Yeah, yeah people have. Yeah. yeah, I gotta say, I feel good about myself because I helped. You did. I did. Thank you. Yes, like that. I've never helped anybody in my life. This feels I good. Sw- <laughs> I could have sworn something was going to come up that you would tell me when to. Uh, I should have. Because you, you, you messaged me. You can, you still, can still, you contribute, can still contribute. Because I was like, when is the message going to come by that I should share about? You know, how long have we known each other? <laughs> Years. 14 minutes. Here, here's oh, yeah. the thing, Rabbit. Not long ago, hmm. I sent a thing to Pete. That's that's I all he had to do was click on it <laughs> and vote for himself. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> and he didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember that. Fortunately, you had me around and he Listen, won. Did you know he is incredi- incredibly- 2016's up and coming? What was it? Uh, artist to watch. Yeah. He was the 2016's artist to watch. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, you should be thanking me because he didn't do anything for it. Uh, no, I did. Oh, you did at the end. I, I, I was the, the end. one who got you nominated. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I would love for you to come in again sometime if of I course. haven't offended you too much. No, if I haven't uh, balked too much and, and been overly ornery, then yes. I would. Oh, no, absolutely. But we're going to make that your character. <laughs> right. Uh, no, <laughs> let me just say to those people listening, please, please, please contribute to my Kickstarter. It is running until December 15th. And if we make our stretch goals, I will release a three-song Christmas EP on December 20th in time for the holidays. Question. Uh-oh. How do they find it? They find it um, on my website. Oh, okay. and they, so, so it's W www.rabbitquin.com I have a Facebook page it's all over that um, I believe it is kickstarter.com rabbit quinn painted fan the album but I need to look that up um, my manager's probably crying into something right now but um, just go to my website and you'll see a, a direct link to it and you can contribute that way okay uh, do you have another song you would like to do for us I do alright well why don't you on this one you can tell us ahead of time what the song is <laughs> it's called a sign and it's about having a big old crush Cannot wait till you give me a sign To the point where my skirt's brushing over the line I lie awake in the dark On the ropes wondering what it is about you That makes me tap as a daisy Round and around and around we go But just need some sugar So give me a 
tracks and I don't care what's coming down the line Cause it gets too hard to sleep at night without you baby Yeah, it's the way that it always should be Punched in the gut by the misery A mouse in the maze of sanity Around and around and around we go Use myself but it's no damn good You know I need sugar This bomb shelter is actually made for the acoustics are perfect for it. That's what I always say. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like a bomb shelter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so we're going to finish up here. I did have one quick more question because we never even got to it. Where do you live? Sunset. Oh, another sunset. Inner we had a sunset last outer? week. Uh, 19th and Terrible. Okay. Oh, she's so an innie. middle. She's an innie. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, I'm an innie, but right. in spirit, I think I'm an outie. Oh. Okay, you're living out in the sunset. Where, where are the places you like to hang out? Like to go, not necessarily for doing music, but you know, favorite restaurant, favorite, something you can recommend to the listeners. I am addicted to Okazuya, and it's a sushi place on oh. Terraval. It's like down near 25th Street. They have the best cheapest sushi I've ever had in my life, and um, there are things called sun sunrise rolls. Um, they're Salmon wrapped around tobiko with a quail egg on the top, so good. Whoa! You know, right. we'll have we'll have to go. You and Terrible me. on twenty fifth. Yep. And then there's of course the Riptide, which burned down and then reopened, uh-huh. and that's one of my favorite hangs. So yeah. I think I took dance lessons at Terrible on twenty third. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. At what age? For, wait a second. <laughs> about, hang on. Probably about a year. Wait, or two was that a joke? Or are you oh, being I know serious? That place. You know you that t- place? I took a tango lesson there with yeah. my boyfriend recently. Yeah. I took swing lessons there. <laughs> what did you take? Dance? lessons with uh, me well really? i tried to, i tried to get a group of friends to do it uh, okay. um everyone flaked on you went me by so, yourself no no i had one other person went with me who'd you go with i'm not gonna give the name of uh, was it a girl yeah who none of your business <laughs> how long ago uh, a couple years before i met her oh well see and no. there was nothing there you it was a friend she, she was that. a friend there was nothing what does her name begin with <laughs> oh, <laughs> a letter when you're walking down the street they're the Again, we're opening another window. He's constitutionally unprepared for this conversation. (laughs) 
Well, if it's okay with you, we'll put a um, link on our show notes yes, to your please. thing. Thank what my, would you like me to put down? My album is coming okay. out on March first, um, and then I have a. I, well, I'm selling the tickets exclusively through the Kickstarter, but oh. I'm putting on a Valentine's Day for Broken Hearts show, and my and my band are going to be playing at a secret. A location in San Francisco, and it's going to be catered with lovely treats and drinks. So, but okay, so but the, again, the main thing then is going to be besides the show and the point, it all points to oh. rabbitquin.com, right? Right. There is a post update on the website. The first thing you'll see is we did it, we're funded, and you click on that, and it'll have the link to the Kickstarter. Yes. It's getting late. It is. I'm tired. It's time to go home. Can I just say, sweetheart, that you delivered that perfectly this week? I always deliver it perfectly. Boom. I left my heart in San Francisco. Written by Billy Joel? No. All right, we want to thank the throng. We didn't have an in-studio throng tonight, but those of you who are listening, we want to thank you very much. Thank you. Remember what we're trying to do, get everybody to tell two friends. And the Patreon video will be coming out very, very soon. And then we're going to splash everything out and everything's going to be wonderful. In the meantime, thumbs up on Stitcher. Five stars and reviews. Reviews on iTunes is a good thing. So please do that for us. And at skmorton.com. Also, friend and follow and like skmorton. At uh, SK Morton Funny on all the places Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. If you've got an email, SK Morton Podcast at Gmail and the Amazon button. Yeah, don't forget Let's that. Remember the Amazon button, how that works. You've listened. Again, thank you very much, Rabbit, for coming in. Yes, of course, my pleasure, we'll, Rabbit. We'll have anytime. you in for more music another time. Uh, in the meantime, your album is going to be released sometime in the beginning of March, but everything they need to know, they can go to rabbitquin.com, and then that'll have a link to the Kickstarter, and everything they need to know about everything will be right there. Even my navel lint. Yes. All, all right. <laughs> and then, Pete, you've got Taste of the World in Walnut Creek on Friday the 16th. And at the showdown at 6th and Mission on Friday the 23rd at 9 p.m. Yes, sir. You should all be ashamed of yourselves. San Francisco Your golden sun Will shine for me Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again. What we have here is failure to communicate. Excuse me, sir. We're drunk. We're armed. Can I have your wallet? Do you want to high five right now? I need X amount of money. Don't worry about it. Nine! Brothels? All right, smarty pants. Mm, I'm all about messing with the 1%. How did this get so racist so quickly? (laughs) Do you want to high five right now? I chewed on my mother's dresser. Never mind, I'm full of crap. Billy Joel, all the way. <laughs> I have many thoughts from what you guys just said. I'm not going to explore them. Would you like a high five? I made a swear. I'm sorry. She made a little rabbit dropping. Again, a window into a world that I'm not spiritually prepared for.